Hey mama, it's Camry Monet. Thank you so much for tuning in to Mom Goals where we tackle all things motherhood. Listen, motherhood is a calling and a ministry that is not to be taken lightly. But let's be real, y'all. Mom life can be so darn hectic. So I want to invite you to embark on this journey with me to becoming hashtag mom goals. Hey, mamas. Welcome back to the Mom Goals podcast. I am your host, Camry Monet, and... I am your co-host, Princess Beasley. Yes. <laughs> so we are back with episode number two. Of season two. Of season two. <laughs> yes, I like the double twos. Number two of season two. Today, we are talking about um, how to hear from God. Mm -hmm. I've gotten so many questions from mamas yeah. asking, how do I hear from God? Like, I don't know if he's talking. I'm confused. What does that look like? Or and not even like how how to know if it's him, mm -hmm. but just how to get into position to hear from God. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Go ahead and put on your seatbelt, buckle up, because we're going to take you for a good ride. OK, so let's go. Let's go. <laughs> OK, so um, how do we start this? What, well, you know what, what, Princess, what has your journey looked like? Um, yeah, what has your journey looked like that has gotten you to where you are now, to where you understand how to hear from God? So I believe I started hearing from God as a adolescent, mm. as a kid, and I just didn't know it. Um, so... What that looked like for me is I would like feel an impression and I, it would come with an idea or I hear something in my head, usually in my own voice. And it'd be like, you know, go and do this. And then I'm like, hmm, I don't want to <laughs> do that, you know, and there's like a pull and that's how I started hearing from him in that way. When I got older, I realized that that was God because I had a similar situation where I saw this guy, he was selling CDs or something outside of Walmart one day. And I walked past him, got in the car, drove past him. And then I heard, um, give him a note because I didn't have any cash, right? So I'm like, give him a note. And I was like, what? Giving this man no note? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it was just a thought in my head. So I thought I was tripping. And then I started to feel an impression. So it's an actual feeling that's resting upon my body that I can feel internally. Right? I'm trying to describe, describe it the best way I can. And there was a tug. And so when I felt that, God brought back to my remembrance that this used to happen to me all the time mm -hmm. when I was a teenager. And I just, after a while, when you don't respond to the Holy Spirit, you won't hear anything anymore. Mm -hmm. And you, it's, if you ignore somebody long enough, they'll stop talking. 
I mean, that's the idealist. They're like really, really persistent. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of 10, they're going to stop talking to you. And you won't hear them anymore because you've been ignoring them this entire time. So I ended up turning around because I felt I felt it. And as I drove away, I was like, I got to turn around. I turned around. I wrote the letter. I drove by the person. I said, hey, I don't have any cash, but I want to give you this. He said, oh, okay, yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. But I drove up. Don't know what it meant to the person. Didn't stay to see him read it. Anything, I was gone. I just knew that I wanted to be obedient the next time I felt that tug and that instruction to move on it because I want to operate in obedience. And that was me exercising my faith. Mm. And so from there, um, just hearing from God has been just a faith. It's like, do you have faith enough to believe that God will speak to you? Because if you don't have faith to believe that he'll speak to you, then you probably won't. Mm. You won't probably won't hear him. That doesn't mean he's not speaking. You just probably won't re- that won't register in your head like, oh, that's God. And it's like, nah, that ain't God. Yeah, because that doubt gonna creep in. No, that ain't God. Mm. Yeah. So God has spoken to me through his word, reading the Bible. I have had many times where I'm just just on this just so happened day, I just flip the pages and there's something there that's speaking directly to my situation, mm-hmm. directly to me. And it's like, yeah, that's God. Because ain't no way. Come on. Ain't yeah. no way. This going to be that exact and on point. It could be at church. When the pastor is basically talking to you, mm-hmm. you like, was you hiding in my closet? Right. I'm like, how you know that I, that I needed this word? That's God operating That's God operating. (laughs) And so my experience has just been recognizing, and I always ask God when I pray to him, to open my eyes and open my ears so that I can hear and see you and see what you are doing. Because we can be spiritually blinded. Another thing is that, you know, if if you don't have the Holy Spirit, if you've not given your life to Christ, you've not been, you know, you've not made that that declaration, like, Mm -hmm. you know, getting baptized and giving your life, being born again in Christ and all those things, then do you have the Holy Spirit living within you? Mm. Because if you don't have the Holy Spirit living within you, the Holy Spirit is is who is going to translate this Bible for you. A yeah. lot of people pick up the Bible. I don't understand it. That's because God is not giving you the vision to, to understand. Yeah, God has to help you understand what that word says. I can pick up the Bible and know exactly what it's talking about, and it means something right now, but then later it, it just hit totally different Mm -hmm. but God can give you that understanding and so I mean that's kind of been my journey it's just exercising my faith and believing that God is actually speaking and looking for him in everything in every situation some things don't just happen by happenstance or coincidence it's like nah there's no that wasn't just by chance Mm -hmm. that this happened nah and by me acknowledging that, that's me letting God know, like, I hear you, you know? Yeah. I hear you. And God, silence any voice that sounds like you. I say that every time, every every time I pray, I, that's what I ask God. Because our flesh rises up, the enemy, mm-hmm. he tries to, he try to peek his head in there. 
Mm-mm. Silence. Silence it. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible says my sheep know my voice. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to, you've got to read the word to understand God's character. Mm-hmm. Like when we, when we read the word, the Bible, we need to read from a lens of trying to understand God. Not just reading it like a, a normal book, like a novel, like, oh, that's juicy. Okay, they did what? It's entertaining. It is very entertaining. Yeah. But also read with a lens of trying to understand the nature of God yeah. so that you can, you can spot out when God is speaking. You got to understand who God is so you know when he's speaking because some things is not God. Some people say some stuff and it'd be like, God told me um, to go... That that man was my husband. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this because I'm single. Okay, listen, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard some mm-hmm. crazy stuff. They'd be like, "Oh, yeah, God revealed to me that that's my husband or whatever." Like, sis, that man is married. God ain't about to tell you that that's your husband and he married. No, 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 no. That ain't God. <laughs> that's not God, honey. You far from it, <laughs> girl. That is <laughs> that's yourself. That is our enemy, flesh. deceiving your behind. <laughs> so. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, that's I. I would say that that's really like the start of my journey was just recognizing that that he is speaking yeah. um, and trusting that. And sometimes you don't know until you move on whatever it was that God said, yeah. or until you see the thing come to pass. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten the habit to where if it's something crazy. So for instance, I was just in my bed sitting there. And I had like an open vision. I just saw myself at a school, a high school, like in a classroom setting. I'm not a teacher, but I was mentoring them. Like I was talking to this group of girls. Wait, and how long ago was this? It wasn't long ago. I mean, it was, it was, um, I don't know, four or five months ago. I had to look my journal to reference, but it was this. And it was after I started the YouTube channel. Wow. It was after I started the YouTube channel, after I started, you know, sharing the stuff on Instagram and all that stuff. Um, and I was just thinking in my head, like, okay, guy, I, I don't know how that's going to happen, but if that's what you want to do, let it be. So mm-hmm. like, whatever you say, let it be so. My answer is yes. Yes. Because it's like crazy. It's For me, it's crazy. God ain't never going to give you some safe like vision of where he's trying to take you because he He does exceedingly abundantly above all that we and can we ever think, think or imagine. And it's like if you are trying to put God in a box, no, he, he can't be contained. So anyway, I knew that that vision was from God because I don't know how it's going to happen. And it, it, it took to, it, that takes you out of your comfort zone. Way out of, of my comfort zone. That's one of the indications for me. If it's out of my comfort zone, I know mm-hmm. it's God. If, it go, if it's going against my flesh, mm-hmm. I know it's God. Because there will be times. So I, I had an experience like that. So I was doing a fast because I was so desperate. I'm like, God, I just want to hear from you. I want to hear your voice. Not knowing that I had been hearing from God since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Definitely was hearing from him. And I even used to entertain the thought, what if this is God speaking to me? Like, what if this? And I remember the feeling that I would get that would come over me when I, I would hear this or I would feel this or have that impression, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this, what is this? I'm jittery. I'm excited. 
there is no way that I could have came up with this information on my own. Yeah. And so, but again, but, but from time, I mean, just with the time and with trauma, negative words being spoken over you, you know, you forget all of that stuff. By the time you get, sometimes you do. We hope that that doesn't happen. But truth is, in my situation, it did happen. And I, and I started to forget those moments. And so I was fasting and I had a vision at the end of the, I think it was the day after the fast. Cause I was like, I don't hear nothing. I don't know. God, I just want to know what you sound like. I have no idea. Um, speak to me, Lord, speak to me, or at least speak to my dreams or something. I was reading like chapters, like just chapters and chapters of the Bible all throughout the day. Cause I was working and we didn't have no work to do, but I was sitting at work, had so much time. And I was like, I'm still not getting anything. And so, um, I had a vision of me preaching at this time. I was not, I, I was very afraid to speak in front of more than like a, a few people at a time. Like it was a, it was a huge fear. So you see out of, out of your comfort zone, he showed me preaching on the stage. And I was like, Oh my goodness. What was this? And it was almost like, okay, so let, well, let's talk about the, the, the vision, the open vision, mm -hmm. because I feel like that's something that we, I don't want to gloss over that for the people who don't understand what that is. Mm -hmm. So you tell me, let me know like how you, like you articulated in your way. I'm going to, I'm going to say what it, for me. So when God gave me the open vision, what that looked like was like, um, a daydream. It was something like a daydream, mm -hmm. like where I'm sitting my mind is on nothing. And then all of a sudden, like I'm, I, I, there's a, like a daydream being put into my mind and I see something that I've never seen before that was out of my comfort zone. And I, I remember having to get up from, uh, from my desk because I said, what was that? Yeah. What, why did I see myself preaching? And I remember I started pacing and then I started, I had to call my daddy, daddy, could this be God? Could this, could God be telling me that I'm a preacher? Like, this don't make sense. No, I don't want to do this. No, 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 no. Now, Princess, she more mature, was more mature at this point. This was 2015. I wasn't, I wasn't mature. I immediately said, no, nah, you got the wrong one. I don't know. Or I'm, I'm being crazy. I'm thinking now I'm going crazy. There is no way that I'm preaching. What? Ew, that's cringy. No, like, no. God, no, I want to tell me something else. Just tell me, like, show me that I'm going to be a millionaire or something. I, w I just want to see myself with some money. Maybe I'm going to be rich. Nope. You're a preacher. But eventually, once I got done fighting it and, and trying to run away from it, I don't even know why I was up. I was pacing. Like, I was running away from the thought. Like, I was just going back and forth. But once I, I settled down, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And I remember just, like, falling to my knees and saying, God, is this what you really want from me? Is this really you? Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, whatever your will is, I will follow. Like I will follow whatever you want me to do. I, it is, it may be uncomfortable, but I want to do it. I'm going to do it. So back to my question though, like, would you agree with, with, uh, how I said, like what, what an open vision is like or, so what is your experience? I, I would, I mean, there may be some people that disagree. I've heard, you know, someone else's explanation of what an open vision was for them. Mm. Um, 
But to be honest, I try not to focus on other people's experiences because God likes to deal with us differently. Mm -hmm. And what it looks like for you, it may not look the same for somebody else. And so I've come to realize that because I'm like, well, dang, did I really have an open vision? Because it just seems like their experience was out of this world. They was up in the galaxy and wrapped up in God's arms and all this stuff. And I'm just like, it wasn't that like that for me. Um, I just wanted to say that for whatever reason, but for me, yes, it was like that. Like I said, I was just sitting in my ve- my bed and I just could see, like I wasn't asleep, you know, it was just, I could vividly see myself doing these things. It was like watching like a movie mm. with my eyes open. And I was just like, so like she said, like a daydream. Do you know God speaks to you through your dreams? Mm -hmm. So that also means that he can speak to you through a daydream. We just give it these names, you know, same difference to me. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it was for me too. It wasn't like some grand experience where it's like I'm floating in this galaxy yeah. and all this different and stuff I get taken to every other planet and God I mean, is like here is this is Neptune and this is you know yeah this. I mean and not you know throwing shade to anybody else's story like like I said God deals with us differently, differently yeah and so I'm like dang God you know you can hear somebody's stuff even even you listening to us right now and you're like dang God I want to have an experience like that it may not be the same it, it may not be the same, but I found myself in that same thing after I heard somebody, um, you know, share their experience. And I'm just like, wow, that's like, that sound like, that's dope. Like, what? That's next level. Was, I need to be. <laughs> you was in his arms and you couldn't see his face, but it was just a bright light. And it was just so, it, it just sounded so theatrical. Wow. And it was like, that sounds amazing. But I don't, I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like dwell on that because then I'm start feeling some type of way like God, why you don't, mm-hmm. why you don't do this for me? And that's that's no, yeah. that's that's invoking a, a negative, a, a evil spirit, yes, <laughs> to come on and creep on in that door. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, the Lord don't deal with you the same. You must not be that special, right? It's like nah, nah, cut it off immediately. Mm-hmm. So. When it comes to hearing from God, you so you said a lot, so I want to break down some things. Um, so, well, let me reiterate the hearing God in His Word. Yeah, in His Word, you you gotta you gotta open your Word, mm-hmm. um, and then even a pastor speaking through people through people. So not just mm-hmm. the pastor. So don't so okay. So I don't want you to think that you can only hear from God through a pastor or an apostle or a prophet or whatever. There's plain clothed people. Your children. You, oh, your children? Yes. Any human. God can, you, you know, when God spoke uh, to, was it, was it Balaam? Went through that donkey? Listen, yes. I don't so, know if it was Balaam. I don't know that, but it, I do I, remember I the donkey talking. The donkey talked. And he was like, it's listen. It's in the I'm, Bible, guys. It's it in is. the Bible. He was like, because it was, I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking Shrek. And uh, <laughs> what's the donkey name? Donkey? Was that his name, Donkey? I believe so. So, yes. that's what I be picturing in my mind is donkey talking. 
with that with that voice. I don't even want to. I don't even want to attempt it because I sound so crazy, girl. But and he was like, bro, I you, I was sitting here. I was I was avoiding why he was beating the donkey because the donkey wasn't going in the way that he was telling it to go. And but the donkey was had to speak and say, dude, do you know that I'm going this way because I'm trying to protect you? Because the angel of the Lord with a sword was standing right there trying, uh, getting ready to kill you. I went the opposite way because I saw it. Mm -hmm. You didn't. So God can speak through any human, any living thing. If he wants, if he wants to go the that extra mile, because it's in the word, it's in the word of God. No, a donkey has never spoken to me, um, I, and I don't. I, I honestly, if God got to go through a whole donkey to speak to me, what in the world am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> if he got to go through an animal, and when and so since you say that too, like um, some people think about God speaking in an audible voice. Mm, yes. Now I believe that he will still do that but you know don't fixate your mind thinking that you're gonna hear some voice you know what i'm saying outside of your head yeah talking to you if that happens cool but that's not something that first of all we shouldn't be putting in our minds like how you expect God to speak to mm -hmm. you Take the because it may not out. come in the way that you expect. It could be, you could see a sign, you know what I'm saying? Like when you're spending time with God and you're actually, you're praying to him, you, you know what you're going through, you know what you're asking God for, what you're believing God for. Um, you, you know, these different things and you just driving one day and then you drive up and there's a license plate that says you're not forgotten. Like, however, like, you in you know how mm. you know the license plates forgotten and you feel like you've been forgotten that's god speaking to you yeah it's something so simple you see that's so mundane it's so simple you happen just so having to get behind a car that says not forgotten mm -hmm. that's happened to me before i've seen it like in different ways wow. i know i was asking god so it was late it was late one night i was having a really bad toothache it was so excruciating so i had to get up and go to the store and get whatever they had to try to take this pain away but in the midst of that there was a, a lady um who was messaging me on facebook and she was she was just telling it may have been instagram i don't remember which one but she was saying that she like she started off in the conversation and i was you know encouraging her or whatever and then she asked me for some money. So I have mixed feelings about social media and people asking for money because there's a lot of fraudulent people out there that's just lying, trying to get your money, right? Mm -hmm. um, now, I want to be careful when I say this, and it's, it's because you don't, God knows, okay? So even if you are a generous person, you give give right you want to give but for this instance I just felt like something wasn't right it wasn't because I didn't want to give to the person it wasn't because I didn't want to give to her she was like oh well I'm in my you know I'm living out of my car with me and my child and you know we don't have um any money to do something that she was saying and you know her phone was about to die and all these different stuff and so she was asking me for money 
So I say, God, if this lady is telling the truth or if she is lying, reveal it to me. Now I'm dealing with two things, right? So I leave. It's like it had to be like 10, 9, in between 10 and 12 o'clock. It was late. I, I left, went to the store, got some stuff from my mouth. And then on my way back, I got behind this car. And the car, the license plate, I oh, I, I wish I remember what it said. But it said something. Dang. It was like, it was like not something. And whatever that license plate said was my answer because that's what I just asked God for in prayer. I'm like, reveal it to me. Wow. Like, and instantly, not instantly, but, you know, on my way home, I saw that license plate and it was like, it said what it said. Look, I'm going to have to find what, I'm going to have to go back and look at my journal entry and see yeah. what it said and maybe put it in the, in the show notes mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But my point is, is when you ask God something, expect yes. to receive an answer expect, expect it's your expectation if you don't have an expectation it's going to be really hard for you to even expect it or believe it now mm-hmm. that don't mean that god won't speak he'll he may still speak yeah whether you believe it or not the choice is yours but i'm just saying when you ask him something you should ask and believe with not without any doubt that he's going to do what he said he's going to do and if you ask him something he'll confirm it you can ask God to confirm that something is true. Mm-hmm. People always say, show me a sign. Now, don't get carried away with the show me the signs. Yeah. Because we be asking, show me like 10, 15, 11 signs. Mm-hmm. I've even said many times before to stop doing that. Or no, don't go that way. Leave that person alone. And it comes in different forms. Somebody can randomly walk up to you or be behind you in the grocery line. And they're like, hey. I just want to tell you, you know, I don't know why, but God, it, I just feel like I need to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Like, just know that you are loved and everything you need, God will provide. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And walk yeah, away. Happen. You don't even know this person. That happens. Yes, it sure does. And that's God speaking through somebody to you. But she or he had to be obedient to what they heard in their spirit Mm -hmm. to overcome the fear of feeling awkward and weird Mm. to say something to you so you can be blessed and know that God cares about you, that he'll go through a stranger to get a message to you. And so, look, God moves in a miraculous ways. Okay, we just got to open up our eyes to see it and receive it. So, okay, so like I said, God typically, when God speaks, it's typically going to be something that goes against our flesh. That means our own desires, like the things that we're comfortable with. God typically, he don't, he, he don't live in our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. That's just, that's, that's my own theory. I can't find that in scripture, but you, there's evidence of that in scripture. I don't know if God, when God called somebody, when he told them to do something, most of the time they were like, uh-uh, no, uh, what's his name, Jonah. He <laughs> told him to go to Nineveh, and he was like, oh, no, nah, nope. I ain't going there. Oh, mm-hmm. I go anywhere. No, nah, I ain't going there. So God typically gets us out of our comfort zone. And so I do want to talk on that point real quick um, about what that experience is like when God speaks. First of all, let me just say this. 
a lot of times you have to build up the discipline and the courage to just do it. Like, just do it. Don't think about it. Like when you said you had to get that man to know, it didn't make no sense. But you just said you have to obey because when, once you continue to obey, and I don't think God starts out with big things. Like, I don't think God going to say, okay, so somebody did this. There was somebody who did this, and I don't know his name, and I don't even need to know. It don't matter. But there was a, a man, I think he was a pastor. He was teaching his church. I don't, I don't, you know what? Let me not say a pastor. I don't know if this was a real man of God. I don't know if this was a church. I don't know if this was a Christ centered church. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's just get that straight before I tell the story. Cause I don't want nobody to be, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. But there was a man who mm -hmm. said that he was teaching somebody that if he goes and do, does something that God is going to save him regardless. Right. With his free will, he's going to go put himself in a dangerous situation. So this man went out and basically put himself out there with some lions with lions let's just say that this man is no longer here with us on this earth god didn't tell him so so my point in saying that is that don't go and do something god is not going to call you to do something crazy like that doesn't yes he will it, well, and well, hold up, wait. He's not going to tell you to do something. Now, sometimes he will tell you to put yourself, but at the beginning, I feel like God's grace, he ain't going to tell me to go jump in front of a moving car. I mean, like, okay, maybe that may be extreme. Let me, let me see. Let me use it. Let me use a good example. Um, God is not going to tell a baby Christian to do something to go jump off of that fence and, and believe they can fly. I'm, I'm using an extreme example, but what I'm saying is that a lot of times we can start with the little things. God tells you to go tell that woman that, go okay, say to that woman, God loves you. Um, okay, okay. Remember it, keep it in your head. Um, so sometimes, well, okay, wait, wait, okay, I might need to go back and renege because when I first started hearing from God, when I went and knowing when I first started walking closely with him, God spoke to me and told me to give a man $500. And that was, that, that was huge. That was huge. So maybe, okay, maybe I could re renege on that. I could probably renege on that because giving up $500, especially when you ain't got none, that's like going out there with some lions and tigers, but you gotta be, you have to understand that how to hear from God because I don't believe that God told that man to go out there and get eaten. Yeah. I don't believe that. I think that was his, that was his pride that rose up to say, I can do whatever I want to do. That mm -hmm. was the message. That was his message to people was like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like really like I'm God. Like, like I'm like God, like I can do whatever and I'm protected. Nothing can come against me, but that wasn't God. But if God tell you to go out there and go feed a, Lying, I mean, I don't know. God gonna have to. I got. I got. I'm gonna have to know. <laughs> that's where the that's way. where that come. That's where that confirmation comes into. Mm -hmm. Um, and and thank you because I, I after you say that there was another point that I want to touch on and I want to get your insight. Okay. About uh, because it was something that you spoke about the Holy Spirit earlier. So mm -hmm. okay. So yeah. So what you got to say? <laughs> 
Well, when you said that, I instantly thought about how Jesus was out in the desert and in the wilderness um, fasting for 40 days and 40 nights and how the devil came to him and started trying to get him to mm. um, jump off that mountain. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus said that God said, don't tempt him. Mm. You don't tempt God. Wow. Okay. And I'm not going to quote the, like, I don't know if that it, may it, be the it, verse. No, it's, it, that's but, what it says. Don't tempt him. I mean, it's not in those exact, but it, it's, but I'm just paraphrasing. So you can go in reference. But my point, my point is you need to under you need to have wisdom and you need to ask God for wisdom. You need to ask God for discernment. Mm -hmm. When you're praying to him, ask him for discernment and the gift of discerning of spirits. Because if you don't, then you'll hear anything in your head and you'll be like, was that God? Was that not? You know how you're going to know? By, if it doesn't check out in God's word, then it wasn't God. Mm. The devil is not, look, listen, okay. The devil has some truth behind what he said to Jesus as well as Eve. But there wasn't, it wasn't the whole truth. Mm -mm. And so without discernment, you'll fall for the trick thinking it was God when it wasn't. Or maybe it was your flesh. Yeah. It was yourself telling you to, to sneak out, to leave your house at 12 o'clock, go over Charlie's house, knowing that good and well ain't nothing about the, listen. And then your baby got a fever when you were supposed to go on that date, but you went anyway. No, that was God trying to give you a way out because he already knew, you already knew you was, was about to happen. Like, no, mm -hmm. I'm strong enough. I'm, I'm living pure and abstinent and all of these things. <laughs> You know, and it's like, okay, mm -mm, that ain't going to happen. No. So you need to have wisdom and think. Like when God is speaking to you, he's not going to tell you anything that contradicts with his word. His word. Yes. That book not. is your reference. If you need to, to check. That's why it's important to know God's character. Mm -hmm. Because God ain't going to tell you to do nothing that's crazy like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Will God will tell you to do some things that are outside of your comfort zone, like yeah. you said. And sometimes it will require sacrifice. But I do think that that depends on your level of faith. Yeah. So like you were saying, as you continue to grow in your spiritual walk, things will get a little bit harder. It's not going to be like when you first entered into Christ and maybe God told you to go and pick up a pencil off the floor. Because, oh, sorry, miss, you dropped your keys. You know? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, it's something real simple like that. I mean, God ain't got to tell you to do that. It's just pure genuine. Like, yeah, people should or just do that. Just, or what about smiling? Like, maybe something simple is like smile at that. You know what? Something so simple that I don't feel like God told me to do, but it was just a moment. Is an older guy had um, walked by and I said, "Hi, how you doing today?" He said, "I'm good." <laughs> he said, "You know what? You just made my day." And wow. I was like, "Really?" He said, "Yes." A beautiful young lady tells me how you doing. People nowadays don't even want to look at you. They don't even want to mm. say nothing. You say hello to somebody, they don't even <laughs> talk to me. Like, you don't even want to make eye contact. But it was that little bit of just me saying hello, how are you, and waiting for him to respond mm. that made his day. It made him so happy. And I was just like, wow. But anyway, I mean... It's just something so simple. God could have said something like that, which is why I use that as reference. Like, hey, go over there and talk to that lady that's sitting at the table by herself. Yeah. Go invite her to come have lunch with you. You know what? I want you to invite that lady to go to church with you. Invite her to Bible study. Go pray for her. 
I don't know her, God. Mm-hmm. She's gonna think I'm weird. Go so, do it. Do it anyway. I don't want to. I'm scared. Go do it. That's that resistance that I was telling you about. Cause when and it's in those moments where it's like for me, there's an actual feeling and an impression that I get, and it's like, I don't want to do it. But I know God wants me to. Mm. And it's not that if I do it, something bad is going to happen. Like, and that's where discernment comes in. Because it's like, okay, how do I feel about this? Is this something that I want to do? Is this something that the enemy will tell me to do? Why would, why would the enemy tell her to give $500 to somebody? You think he wants you to be generous like right. that? I mean, like, come on. Mm-mm. I mean, if it was some fraudulent activity, and I don't know, maybe, but yeah, but this was a this was a nice older man, very just sweet. That's he wasn't, still, even, he wasn't even looking for money. He wasn't even asking. He was a he was my Uber driver. He was my Uber. It driver. be those it, it's those it's those exact moments, and it's like I feel like it's just something that you just feel. Yeah, it could just be a thought for you, and it's like. You should go and go get some coffee and bring it back to the corner for that homeless man. Mm. Go, go. You may not have no money if you got your credit card, right? Your your debit card. Go to that Jack in the Box right there and get them, you know, something to eat. And then take it back to them. You take it back to them and then you see the joy that's on their face because they didn't know where their next meal was coming from. Mm. That's God. I was behind somebody um, this past Sunday. I was going to church to serve, and I there was a, somebody, I didn't even notice him. I just, like, pulled up, and there was somebody standing on um, the side of the road. Mm-hmm. It was, like, an awkward place because we were exiting the highway, and they had a gas can. I didn't see it at first. Um, in my mind, I was thinking, like, I don't have anything to give them. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll make eye contact. I'm just being honest. Like I ain't trying to, I'm not trying to turn a blind eye because the Bible talks about that. But listen, it happens. But there was a car already there, um, like a car or two in front of me. And it they gave the person some stuff. And the guy was so excited. He wasn't homeless. He was he needed some gas. Mm. The gas station was right across the street. And so the guy gave him the money, our woman, whoever was in the car. And he got, he he was like, wow. He was just doing like this. Like, I mean, he was praising God. He was just so grateful <laughs> that God provided some gas money so he can get to wherever he needed to get. But it was the point of seeing the gratitude and the joy in that person. Like, after that person decided, like, okay, yeah. And he just so happened to be going to church too. The guy wow. that gave the money or the person in that car in front of me, we pulled into the same parking lot. Mm. And so he gave it. And I was just like, wow. My heart was filled with joy. Just mm. watching. Just watching the moment. But had that dude, our woman, not rolled down that window, not gave, that person would have still been standing there with his gas can. Waiting for somebody. Can anybody bless me? Mm. Is in, does anybody have a dollar? Maybe three? 
can I get a $3.09? Cause that's how much the gas is right now per gallon. Maybe I could just get one gallon. Hey, how you know that? Please. I don't be, I don't be paying attention to the price. Well, I know that cause that's how much the gas is by my house. And I see it every time <laughs> I leave. $3.09. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry. I can't anyway, I just want my point. I think the point of this is just like, it's really, it's real practical ways on how God speaks. You just need to listen. And when you hear, don't act like you're not hearing mm-hmm. because then you won't hear him anymore. Yeah. It'll, 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 it's like you'll, every time you, you disobey, it moves you away. And so I want, I, so I want to touch on that real quick because God revealed something to me as to why, um, we tend to do that. So I had a situation recently. Okay. So once again, y'all, I have not arrived. I have not arrived. Um, I still, there are times that I still mess up because God is still, he loves me so much that he still be working with me. Okay. Cause sometimes I'm hard headed. God put oh, this woman on my heart. This woman, she has, she, she's a pastor. He gave me a word for her. I, I know that I, I knew it was God. Like I had this strong feeling that like, you know, this is God speaking to you about her situation. Um, and so I prayed for her. I cried out for her. I had, I have no idea the exact situation that's going on, but what I could see was that she, she was starting to feel hopeless. She had been praying and asking God for something and she had started to feel hopeless. And so, um, or it just started to feel discouraged. And I, I, what I felt that I needed to tell her, what I felt God telling me to to tell her was that it's okay. Don't be discouraged. I just want you to know that that prayer, that, that the things that you've been praying about, God is going to, he's, he's going to answer your prayer. Don't lose hope. Mm-hmm. He's right there. He's so close to you. Don't think that he's not near you. Right. So I had that word, but then I started to think, so I was going to get my phone. I was going to go out the closet. Cause yeah. Cause we talked about it last time. That's just, that's my hangout spot. We got left. I was getting ready to text her and then I started to hear things like you just trying to, you know, you just want to make, uh, just get attention. You just, you, you just trying to do stuff just so that she can see that you do really hear from God or that you, you know, you, this is just pride. Mm. That was the voice that I started to hear after I prayed for this woman. I cried out for this woman. Like I, I felt something so deeply, but then when I went to go do it, I hear voices saying that. So guess what? I listened to the latter. I listened to it. I didn't do it. I did not text the woman. I didn't call her. I saw her the, that, that next Sunday at church. Saw her from afar. I had an opportunity. Do I go, go up to her? But then it would require me to actually go out of my way to go talk to her. Mm-hmm. Out of that fear and doubt, mm-hmm. I didn't do it. Now, the next time. The next Sunday, I see her. Now she's right there, and we both are like right in front of, in front of each other. Hey, and so I, she, we started just talking, just random, just talking about like just little, just small talk as we were walking because we both were. I was getting ready to go serve, mm-hmm. and she, we, I was just, I was just saying random stuff. Like I normally don't talk if I don't have nothing to say. I was just saying random stuff to just. Just saying, little, just small talk, random small talk. And then it started to get so uncomfortable for me. I started stuttering. I was like, well, okay, so 
Um, and when I started doing that, that's how I know. It's like, <clears throat> girl, go ahead and say what you got to say. So I started like like stumbling over my words. And I said, okay, so I, I've been praying. Because I said, how are you? That's what I asked her. I said, how are you? And she was like, good, good. And I was like, something in my mind was like, you better, you better say it. I told her what God had put on my heart. She she actually had to say, okay, wait, stop. Let's stop walking. Stop walking. What is it? Because she could tell that I was trying to say something, but mm-hmm. I was trying to stop myself. Thank God for her maturity. She's a pastor. she So she didn't get there not being mature. But she was like, stop. Stop walking. I'm listening. What is it? And I told her. And again, here, here are the other voices, uh, more voices. What if you're lying? That what you're saying is probably not even right. You probably lying. She's going to look at you like you're crazy. And, but when I told her what I said, and she said, oh, my goodness. She said, thank you, because there's been something that I've really, I've been praying and fasting for, and I needed that. And she said, and actually, it was like a week ago, the same, the very thing that you're telling me, a woman came and said that to me. She said this exact same thing, and I was, it just gave me so much encouragement. And you know what I started hearing, what God started speaking? This is the Holy Spirit now. Look at you. When I told you to do something, you didn't do it. I had to send somebody else because you decided to disobey. I sent somebody else to do it. And I was like, wow, God, I'm so sorry. Like, why, why? I'm so, I'm too, I'm well past this. Why did I choose not to obey him? Mm-hmm. Or half obey him. I prayed for her. Mm-hmm. I prayed on her behalf. But <clears throat> so I asked God, like, why? I mean, like, I don't understand. I'm sorry. But what God showed me was this: is that a lot of times we struggle to hear from Him, or and we struggle to obey because we put the lens on ourselves. When all along, it is not about you. Nothing that God tells you to do is just about you. Even when he calls you to teach, to speak, to preach, to prophesy, it is not about you. It is what your focus should be on is I am doing the will of God. I'm doing his will. I'm about my father's business. It ain't my business. And I can't be looking to see whether that person is going to respond well. Mm -hmm. If if I'm going to like the way they look at me. When I talk, see, that's selfish. That's yeah. like, I'm pointing I'm Now I got the lens back on myself. It's like, what if I don't want to look crazy? I don't want to look dumb or with the $500, the example. Oh, I don't, I feel like I'm going to be, I'm not going to get that $500 back. I don't want to be broke. I need this. I need that selfishness. And so a lot of times, and, and sometimes it may come from a pure, not, it's not pure, but it may come. Your intention is not to be selfish, but that's what you're doing. You're being selfish. Because it wasn't about me. If I had have been, my mindset would have been on, this is not about me. This is about God. This is about his daughter. That he wants to go and encourage his daughter. Yeah. Which he loves so much that he will send somebody mm-hmm. to go encourage her. He loved her so much. But I'm over here thinking about myself. That is so silly. Yeah. So silly. And so there has been a barrier. It was so recently when I was praying on my way to the gym. I was praying and I was, um, I just started, I just kind of was like, just praying, like whatever the spirit, whatever the Holy Spirit spoke, Mm -hmm. I started praying. And I just started saying, it's not about me. 
It's not about me. It's not about me. And the more that I said it's not about me, I could literally feel this wall that had been built up in my heart, this wall of selfishness breaking down. Mm -hmm. Again, me, I think I'm a great person. I hear from God. I obey God. I do this and that. But there was a wall of selfishness built up in my heart that I didn't realize. And so every time that I said, it's not about me, it's not about me, it's not about me, that wall kept crushing down more and more. And when the wall, when, when I just felt, and this is like not literally, but when I started to feel this wall um, breaking down, the closer I started to feel God, the mm -hmm. more I started to feel his presence, like his presence started to come on me just more and more as I began to tear that down. Yeah. And so my thing is this, I just want to encourage you to take the, take, take the focus off of yourself and understand that when God is calling you to do something, it is to edify his kingdom. It's, it's to build up his kingdom, not to build up your image. It is not to make yourself look good. It is not to protect your image. He said, do it regardless. So get into that, that, uh, that, that, um, the, I call it and uh, the danger zone is that, um, outside of the comfort zone is like danger, danger, because your brain is a, it's a, it's a response. Mm -hmm. Your brain starts when, when it get when you get out of your comfort zone, it's your flesh, your brain starts to signal. This is danger, danger, retreat, mm -hmm. go back to where you were, go get, get comfortable. But the, when we, to, when we get closer to God, to get us closer to God and to be in proximity of him, get in that danger zone. I promise you when you get when you find when you make your bed in the in the danger zone that's when miracles happen. That's when you see the signs and wonders happen because you have put yourself out in that in 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 a it's I I look at it as like you're in a sea. You go jump out into the ocean where you don't see no land. You can't swim. The water is hundreds of feet deep. How am I going to stay afloat? This is uncomfortable. But guess what? Every time God will keep you afloat. And guess what? Another thing is that it keeps you depending on him to keep you afloat. Cause you know, you can't swim. You know that without God's life vest on, you can't, there's no way that you will be able to stay afloat. So it keeps yeah. you surrendered. It keeps you dependent on him. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I really wanted to say that because I was like, yeah, this situation, and my, even in my disobedience, God had a purpose for it. God said, that even in your disobedience, I'm going to use that. Yeah. I'm going to use that mm -hmm. so that you can help somebody else and encourage them to, to, to don't do what I did. Don't do it. Yeah. But, um, so, but before, so before we end, though, I want to briefly talk about the Holy Spirit because you mentioned the Holy Spirit, and I feel like... Um, there are women that need to understand what it means when we talk about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that's living in us. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember exactly what you said, but you were just saying that that's why you need to have the Holy Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. So when we come into Christ, um, we are a new creation. Yeah. Okay, so we understand that you. I've given my life to Christ. But would you like to expound upon what this Holy Spirit thing is that people don't understand. So first of all, the Holy Spirit is a free gift given to us when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. 
This is a gift that is freely given to us. We just need to believe that we have and we can receive it. Mm-hmm. Cause if you don't believe, then you're not. You have to believe. You yeah, gotta believe. You have to believe. So once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you acknowledge that He is the one that died for your sins and He is the one that was risen from the grave for us and that we are made righteous in Him. And you you have those beliefs and He is Lord. God is your Lord. He is your Savior. He is your your Heavenly Father. All those things, you got to believe that God has given you the free gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay? That's my best explanation Mm -hmm. of it because I've I've thought about it um, in the past. It's like, well, how do I know that the Holy Spirit is living within me? And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, first of all, it's a free gift that you received Mm -hmm. when you gave your life to Christ. Yeah. That is so now, true. do you believe you have it? Because if you don't, then who been talking to you all this time? Yeah, because you need that connection. It's the connection. Yeah. So that's that's what I would say about that. Um, but then also, too, when a lot of people, they seek God for clarity and direction. And you're listening and trying to hear from God when you're trying to make decisions. So. I have been a person that has been indecisive or I take a long time to make decisions because I want to make the right decision. Me too. And so what God revealed to me is that making big decisions is check your motive behind that decision that you're trying to make. Sometimes our motivation behind this decision that we're trying to make is the wrong one. Mm. So it's like, okay, well, I have a decision to um, you know, move to a different state and work for this company or whatever. They're going to pay me all this money and, you know, life going to look real good. Right. But you want to know if it's a God move or if this is something else. Should you go here? Did you consult with God first? Is this what he wants for you? And so checking your motives behind your reason that you're trying to go with is always a good indicator. If it's God, if it's you. Mm-hmm. Or if it's the devil, mm-hmm. because I'm going to tell you, it's one of the three. Yeah. And once I received that revelation, it freed me because it's like, okay, if I ever want to know if God is speaking to me about something, check your motives. Because if they're wrong motives, even it could be a good thing with the wrong intention and it'd be wrong. Yeah. That's true. It'd be all the way wrong. It could be out of self selfish gain. It can be trying to prove something to somebody else. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go take this job because I'm about to glow up and I'm about to have all this money and all of this stuff. I'm about to go get this big house just so I can show my mama or my daddy or yo whoever Mm. that I made it without you. Yeah. Do you think God is behind that? No, he's not. I'm going to tell you right now. No, he's not. That's not the whole thing. That's not God. That's that's your flesh wanting to prove to somebody that you were able to accomplish something. That's your flesh. That's not God. And so how do you make those hard decisions? Check your motivation, whatever you're leaning towards. Why are you leaning towards that way? Mm -hmm. And be honest with yourself. Ask God to reveal to you yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He'll tell you like, no, mm mm. This is why you want to do this. Be like, dang, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're right. That That is why. That yeah. is why. <laughs> and so 
yeah, that's that's my that is my my tip. The biggest revelation for me is that always check your motivation behind the decisions that you make. If you want to know if it's the right decision, if it's a God decision, a you decision, or an enemy decision that's trying to derail you. Everything that glitter ain't gold. Yep. And don't mean everything is good. All money, not good money. There's always a pro and a con. And you want to make sure you're on the, the good side of it and you're in God's grace and you're staying in his will for your life and you're not trying to force things to happen or do things in out of season, out of timing because you're being impatient and you want this thing to happen for you now. You will end up dealing with a lot of unnecessary drama, stress, baggage, all of that when you try to take things into your own hands or when you put God on something. God said this. How you know God said that? Did you check your motives? No? Okay. Well, what did God tell you exactly? Does it line up with his word? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it doesn't? Oh, okay. Does it sound like his character? Well, kind of, but no. Then it probably wasn't God, sis. So that's, that's the revelation good. I wanted to give. And then the last thing that I want to say about hearing from God, um, and it was concerning money. Mm. I had had some money. I think I had maybe gotten a, a good amount of check or a, a income check. I don't know what it was. I had got some money, though. And I was just in the kitchen. I was in, you know, doing my thing, cooking and working and doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden I hear, send this person. X amount of dollars. And I was like, what? <laughs> you say what? Send them what? Send this person this X amount of dollars. And I was like, okay. Sent it. Within the next moment, I get a text. I don't know if they called me or text me, but they were like, sis, like, oh my God, you, I was literally... Like, I'm still in my prayer closet, and I was just praying to God that he would provide whatever this money that that she needed. Mm. And it was, like, so mind-blowing to me that God was speaking to me at the same time that she was speaking to God, asking for him to provide. And he spoke to me to be that one to provide to her instantaneously at the same time. And I was like, I was just so grateful that God revealed that he showed me like because we don't always get to see the magnitude of how we affected somebody when we say yes to God. Mm -hmm. But when he gives you the opportunity to see why he said it, that's a blessing because it's like, what? Well, God do speak to me then. Like, okay, like, okay, like, yeah. But I was just so grateful that that was at that moment. She was praying that God provide. Mm-hmm. Same thing that happened to me. I was praying that God would provide for me and my kids. And to send the opportunity. And I was just going in. Phone rang, didn't answer. Answer, call the person back. They was like, oh, okay, well, has the Holy Spirit ever told you something crazy? I said, yeah. Now, in my prayer, I had said, I pray that the person will be obe- obedient to your voice. Whoever has the blessing that's attached to me, I mm-hmm. pray that they be obedient to your voice. That was what my prayer was. And I had gotten a call before I even said amen. I did a whole video on that. Maybe we can link it so y'all yeah. can go and see that that testimony. But 
I called her back and then she led with, has the Holy Spirit ever told you to do something crazy? And I was like, oh my wow. gosh, what are you about to say? <gasps> oh because I know dang on well, you was not in my house when I just told God this. But she proceeded to say, okay, well, I'm going to give you $500 so you can get your kids some stuff for school and whatever. And you can take it up with God if you got a problem with it. I'm being obedient when he said blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. God be answering, honey. And you got to be obedient when you hear that call. And if you're not sure if it's God and it don't sound like something that the enemy will tell you or yourself and you checked your motives, sometimes it's just you stepping out on faith and believing that this is God that said that, especially mm. if it's something that's not going to hurt nobody. You know, go tell that person that Jesus loves them. Why would the devil tell you to say that? Right. Go do it. You just never know. And God is watching that and he sees that and it's like, that's my child. I can trust her. I see her trying. Mm -hmm. You may be off sometimes. Be like, yeah. but but I see you. I'm I'm a I'm a clear I'm a clarify that for you. You know, but mm -hmm. you did it with right motive. Yes. God checks our heart. That's why I said check your motives because God checks our hearts as to why we are doing the things that we do. If you giving money away to somebody because you're trying to flex, God ain't telling you to give that money to that person. Mm. Ooh. Check your heart. Put it on Instagram. Facebook. You got to post every time you do something good for somebody. That's not God. God's not behind that. That's your selfish ambition. That's your... I don't even know if it's yeah, it's yeah. your motive. That's your selfish, your selfish self. Mm -hmm. You trying to look like you something. You trying to show the world what you doing. That's you. That's why I said check your heart, check your motive. But this, that's, but that's it. So, listen. If, however, if you got questions, if you have questions about how to hear from God, please drop them in the comments. Mm -hmm. Comment. Um, we're gonna create a form or something for y'all to put down your questions so we can answer them on the podcast. Cause we want to hear from you too. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about the things that God is putting on your heart to ask the things that you want to know about. So, but for now, put them in the comments. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we want to hear your experiences as well. How has God spoken to you? Tell us, give us, give us a story. We want to know. Cause we, we've been over here sharing our stories. Mm -hmm. share some stories with us and to it'll encourage another mama somebody who's still struggling with understanding here you want to switch <laughs> y'all the the baby woke hey, up baby. i had to go get him but anyway so hey. um hey. yeah y'all just encourage another mama encourage somebody and just obey God. Listen and just obey and then you will know once you obey God will he loves you enough to let you see the fruit of what you just did just so it can confirm to you so you can start to get acquainted with his voice um but anyway oh you want to say something be sure to check out the last episode on how to grow deeper in your relationship with god i think that will really help you as well alongside with this mm -hmm. yeah, yeah those are like the perfect like couple right yeah yeah so again thank you so much for tuning in and Make sure to follow the show. If you're not already following, make sure you follow us on YouTube and hop on over to 
um, Instagram and go follow the Mom Bible. I mean, Mom Bible Co. All of this will be linked in the show notes and linked in the description box. So anyway, we love y'all and we hope that you guys are growing and becoming better and being obedient and listening to the voice of God. We will see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.